Mel. And Kel. And this is It's Called Culture. Ever heard of it? All right, we're back with part two of we've spent more time in mass than in class. We're going to pretend that we're not just recording these all in a row on the same day. <laughs> Took a quick little break. And now we're back to talking about how we didn't do much of school <laughs> and spent most of our time in church. I think we left off. We were at about like Advent and Christmas. Christmas time, yep. So we came back. We come back from Christmas. I'm sure there's more holy days somehow between Christmas and Lent, but I can't think of them. Yeah. Baby Jesus was born, quote unquote Christmas. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there was something in between. We definitely didn't not go to church that whole time. Oh, yeah, that's like three months. We would have definitely been in church. Yeah, so we definitely went, but just for a rant, probably random, just mass. Yeah, and then, well, right after Advent, we jump into, we think we jump into Lent. Which the kickoff is Ash Wednesday. Yep. Which if it wasn't bad enough, having to like walk all around town all the time in your Catholic school uniform, but then you also... <laughs> <laughs> Had to go to like subway after <laughs> after school with your ashes on your head. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, you, would you ever wipe them off? No, it, I think I kept them on like all day while we were in school. I don't know. Me too. Like I was probably too afraid, like to like wipe them off in school. Yeah. A, I think you'd get in trouble. B, I didn't want that on my conscience being sent to hell. No. So we thought, we thought for the longest time that the ashes were, <laughs> were what, Jesus? Didn't I we thought it was supposed to be like Jesus' ashes, Jesus. but then like the math wasn't math in because that was like before he died. Right. So we learned that it was actually from the palms from like the year before being burned and then they would bless them. So another pantry full of palms <laughs> in the church. Who's the palm supplier? Like that's not a native, that's not a native branch to this no. area. So who do they get it wholesale from? Where are they getting? Like they're fresh, they're green. Yeah, they're live, right? So where are they getting it from? I don't know. They have some connection. Is that like from a palm tree? Like it sounds really stupid. Keep talking. Let me do a quick Google <laughs> search. <laughs> so my mom saves all of her palms from every palm sunday she's ever attended i remember that as a kid and she makes these like array so they dry out and she makes these arrangements that are all over the house with just palm dried palms and then because they're quote-unquote blessed because she got them <laughs> at palm sunday mass and the priest probably did a little holy water yep. sprinkle sprinkle she would like give them to me to put in the back of my car when I got my license. Like uh, the back windshield area. Yep. Just full of palms, dried palms. Your mom, doesn't she still have them, I think, in her car? Guaranteed. <laughs> Guaranteed. That was like her MO, like just the p dried palms in the back of the car. And it was supposed to bring up this like protective force field around your vehicle. Right. 
but I crashed like, <laughs> three weeks after I got my license. I have a similar story, same, but it wasn't with a palms. Uh, it was with a little church type religious figurine that got blessed by a priest in Portugal. And when my aunt came down to visit here in the States, she like gave it to me as like a gift. And that night my car got totaled. The same night. Yep. So and take your what parents, you want with that. <laughs> but I bet your parents were like, what a blessing that you weren't in the car when it got totaled. Hey, that is one way to look at it. I thought of it as, as I just got this freaking thing and my car just got totaled. <laughs> <laughs> like it had the opposite effect of yep. what it was supposed to. Yeah. But your perspective just puts it, it just kind of changed my mind on that. It was a blessing that I wasn't in it. So look at that. <laughs> that little religious figurine kept you in the bar for a couple more minutes that night. <laughs> but what about your palms? About your palms? You were in the car. But I didn't get hurt. There you go. Didn't get hurt. It's all about perspective. <laughs> <laughs> the kid's bumper in front of me, very hurt. <laughs> me, not so much. That Was that the first accident? Was that your first one? Yeah, that was my first one three weeks after I got my license. Right, driving to school. I was listening to Usher and Lil John. Yeah. You're all too excited, didn't you? I, oh, <laughs> rocking out. You yad right into that kid's car. <laughs> I yad right into his rear end. And then I had, it was at the rotary next to where the high school was. And there was another big high school there too, the public school. And I had to stand there in my little Catholic school uniform while everyone drove by watching me. <laughs> it was wonderful. Yeah, that rotary is uh, quite hectic in the mornings because it's two schools. Yeah. That kid in front of me decided he was going to merge or something or yield. Or, <laughs> and I just didn't think that was necessary. <laughs> so Ash Wednesday. Ash Wednesday kicks off. Lent, you're apparently supposed to fast. Yeah. You definitely don't eat meat, but you were also supposed to fast that day. Do you think that they, so what was Wednesday lunch, ziti and sauce, no meat? Oh, Do you think man. they thought about that in advance? I know. Poss- probably. No, she definitely wasn't opening those containers and taking the meat out. Well, there was no meat. It wasn't like a meat sauce. It was just a red sauce. Oh, true. But I'm just saying, like, you, you think they thought of that in advance in when they advance. were meal planning for the school like they weren't going to put sharice rolls on a wednesday because oh. that one ash wednesday that you can't <laughs> eat sharice rolls and i'm pretty sure fridays was cheese pizza yeah fridays are always the cheese pizzas so no meat there yeah yeah look at by them. design <laughs> and so then after ash wednesday would start would start like having a fast every friday during lent yeah well not eating not eating meat not, not eating meat i don't know are you supposed to not, are you supposed to fast on the fridays too i don't know i don't even understand the significance behind meat like why is it got to be meat that you give up i know but then like you're supposed to give up something personal too like something on your own like so not only you eat meat you don't eat meat but like some people do it anyway they'll they'll give up like like some i don't know somebody will say like hey i'm not gonna go on like social media on a friday on that friday like i don't people would be like oh i'm not gonna drink coffee 
Right. But we were, we were in like middle school, but that was like a homework assignment. Yeah. Like you had to give up something yourself. I don't remember what I would pick. Like candy. No chocolate for Lent. Like it was like (laughs) stupid dumb stuff. It does teach you like, you know, to sacrifice something. Right. So like I, I can get behind the idea of that. But I don't understand the meat thing. Yeah, like, like I still eat meat on every on the Fridays, the Good Fridays. <laughs> like I don't even logically like think to be like, oh shit, I can't eat meat today. As a kid, I mean, my parents I think still follow it. But as a kid, they were super into like they wouldn't let me eat meat on Fridays. Same, my house. Like, yeah, you'd come home for dinner and It'd you'd go like, get a fish burger at yep. McDonald's <laughs> every time. Yeah, my parents would eat like. So, you know, my mom would make, like, the sardine fish that smells. Would smell up the whole house for the weekend. Sometimes I feel like the concept of it is silly because people will be like, oh, I can't eat meat. But then they'll go to, like, a seafood restaurant and just, like, eat, like, a lobster. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, real sacrifice you're making today, Joe. <laughs> My whole thing too, like you gotta sacrifice not eating meat, or like you can't eat meat. And if so, if you eat meat, I guess it's a sin, right? Type of situation, probably going to hell, straight to hell. But it's like I can still sin with my other stuff that I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> the meat isn't what's gonna take me down. Yeah, like I don't think I'm gonna like not go to heaven because I ate me on I ate me on a Friday. Right. It's because it's gonna be because of adultery. <laughs> I'm not married, so I can't cause adultery. (laughs) (laughs) But you can look at those playboys. (laughs) You know, so I do respect the people that do still follow it. It does show, like, sacrificing something. It's cool, like, that you can go the whole time doing that. My parents were visiting. I didn't realize it was a Friday during Lent. And I made, I thought I was being so nice. And I made them, like, a crock pot full of casola and we were going to have casola sandwiches and i was like so proud of my portuguese-ness that i made this right. for them and i thought they were gonna be so proud of me and they were like it's friday and lent I'm oh like, i'm gonna eat a can of tuna <laughs> and i was so devastated <laughs> see i wouldn't pass up a casola sandwich over a tuna sandwich like i feel like that's more of a sin right than just eating the casola like food waste right yeah like, he, Jesus wouldn't want you to waste food. I mean, we ate it the next day, but <laughs> let's be real. I ate it both days. Right. <laughs> okay. So, so you had Friday, no meat eating. No meat Fridays. But also Stations of the Cross Fridays. There was a lot going on on Fridays in Lent. Yeah. We definitely didn't learn anything. No. <laughs> I mean, with the lack of protein. <laughs> Because then we also had to practice the Stations of the Cross, too, if your class was doing it. We went to them every Friday and did, like, regular Stations of the Cross. Mm-hmm. The live action one was only once, I thought. Like, the last Station of the Cross yeah. one that you did. So we would actually dress up as, like, Mary. Yeah. Someone was Jesus. It was always, like, a controversy. Like, who... Not a controversy, but who's going to be Jesus because they had to take off their shirt. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which boy in your class were you going to see without their shirt on? Because they were role-playing Jesus in this play. And you would always hope it was your crush. (laughs) Right. 
Exactly. So that was the live action version, but the regular versions, they were so long. There was a lot of stations. Yeah, there's 14 stations. That's a lot. And you had to read like a whole, there was a yeah. little booklet that I remember so yeah. specifically. Mm-hmm. And there was all these little prayers and you had to like read about what, what the station, station of the cross was. was. But then there was like this little like prayer yep. that would like tell you not to be a bigot. <laughs> <laughs> right? I remember that. You have the little book. It's all right. Yeah. So there was like 14 stations. Don't pretend you knew that. Like you looked that up. No, I, yeah, I just did a couple like a couple hours ago. We just looked it up. <laughs> <laughs> but like as I read them, we started to like remember them. They came back to us. Right. Like Jesus fell a couple of times because he has to carry his own cross. Veronica wiped the face of Jesus. I feel so I'm bad. pretty sure there was like in our live action play. Somebody. <laughs> there was a cloth that somebody drew with like a Sharpie, like a face of Jesus on it. And they would go and wipe his face and then like hold the cloth up yep. to everyone. That's right. That was right. Because his they w- face like imprinted in the cloth <laughs> oh, somehow. You just, you're just wiping his hairs. Why is his face imprinted? He had a full face of makeup on. <laughs> Do you think he had contours? Probably. Yeah. I bet Jesus had like great cheekbones. Because, like, I feel like in the movies, like all these like movies that they do, like religious movies, Jesus is pretty good looking. So I could just imagine that's what he was. <laughs> nice cheekbones, nice chiseled jaw, full face of makeup <laughs> that they made with the palms. I'm sure. <laughs> they oh, make, uh, when they burned him, the ashes. They can make like eyeshadow out of <laughs> good smoky eye. <laughs> Rated I for a referent. I'm going to have to submit a new rating to Apple. So I think that's kind of it for Stations of the Cross. But that was like a Friday afternoon thing. So like that was great. Get out of class. Start your weekend early. Yep. You finish Stations of the Cross. You get back to school and it was like the bell was going to ring. It was time to go. And you just got right the heck out of there. Yeah. We seriously spent more time in church than we did in class. Yeah, I mean, it was a great, like, way to kick off the weekend, but also it was a pretty heavy way to kick off the weekend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, we're just going to sit you in this class, not in this classroom, we're going to sit you in this church, and we're going to just talk about the death of Jesus for three hours, and then you can go home, have a nice weekend, we'll see you Monday. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but we didn't think of it that way. No. No, like, we thought going to church and doing the Station of the Cross was like, hey, cool, like, we get out of class. This is awesome. But now, as I'm like reading the Stations of the Cross and saw what Jesus got to, had to go through, I'm kind of like, oh man, I feel bad for this guy. Yeah, it was some heavy stuff to put on like a child. Yeah. And it just shows that we didn't really like grasp some of it, obviously, but not enough that like we remembered it. <laughs> right. It was just like a ritual thing, like it was just something we did. Yeah, every year. Right. And then at some point you start getting into like Holy Week towards the end of Lent. Yep. And that was a whole lot of definitely not being in school. Yeah, <laughs> that whole week was toast. <laughs> it was gone. <laughs> toast. I mean, you had the actual days off, like Good Friday. Yeah. Like you said, was a holiday. 
for the most part. Yeah, we always had like Good Friday off. But then the days you were in school, you were in church or prepping for church. So like we had the so like Palm Sunday, obviously we were in school. Right. So but we were in church on our own. We would do that on the Sunday and then Thursday would come, Holy Thursday. They would do a whole reenactment. Yep. And now I remember too that they did it at night. Like you could go to, I would go to Holy Thursday, I would go to Mass at night. And they would do the same, like what we just did in school. I'm watching it. Oh, that was the worst. I used to always fight with my mom because she always wanted to go to these holy obligation day masses. And I'm like, I already went. Yep. Like I already went. It's like, I don't want to go again. I'm not going to two Holy Thursday masses in the same day. Yeah. You don't want to watch. You don't want to see old men get their feet washed. <laughs> I'd rather watch my classmates get their feet washed on the stage, on the altar, <laughs> the stage. All the world's a stage. I mean, it was a stage. Let's be real. But yeah, I always, I always had to fight my mom. Even I started using it as an excuse for like Sunday masses. Right. I'd be like, Mom, listen, we already went to church this week. I did my duty. You haven't you haven't paid your dues yet. So, so you, you can go to mass, out. but I'm not going. Right. Yeah, I would have the same fights with mine. But ultimately, I think I had to still go. I think Holy Thursday, I didn't have to go as much. Because, like, I would stay home with my brother or, like, my dad. So, like, my mom would go. They didn't want to love our spesh? <laughs> Father doesn't go to church. <laughs> Blow up his spot like that. <laughs> My father's chill at the bar that's around the corner watching people go to church. <laughs> it was right there. It was good for people watching. It was. The processions, they would all, all come out and watch. They had a prime spot. That was the best for the spot. the processions. They were smart. So they would wash our classmates' feet. Like, they would make one of us role-play Jesus. Yep. And they would make, well, not one of us. I think they, I think it was a guy. I think it was only guys. We never had to participate. Yeah, I don't think so. But somebody would role-play Jesus, and then 12 boys would role-play the apostles, disciples, whatever they were called. So all the boys in our class, pretty much. (laughs) Yeah, the whole class. You were not getting out scot-free you were either washing feet or getting your feet washed (laughs) we didn't have that many boys in our class so that makes it up mixed for all of them there was no drawing straws it was no everybody you take off your socks (laughs) and your shoes and you get up on the altar do you think these boys like prep their feet the day before like get a little little, like they got a little little petty Do you think like the moms like were like, oh, get get over here. Let me like check it to nails, like cut it. I mean, those talons. <laughs> <laughs> Just think about this. If one kid in that class had, had a like, little fungus. fungus <laughs> <laughs> they were passing that shit all along on each and every other kid. Was it like a bucket? What was the water situation? I don't remember. Colorado wine. 
We would love an advertisement for Colorado. Just saying. <laughs> no, it would be like. Was like, it just? I don't know. Like a not really a bucket. It was like a like a Tupperware. What did I say? Like a peony. <laughs> Wait, like a peony. Like a a pana. <laughs> yeah. I don't know because I I don't remember the kid actually like lugging a bucket around. I felt like it was like something he could just like slide slide over right with yeah stick your little feet in there that rug probably got soaked i'm just thankful we didn't have to do that no as the girls nope so i wasn't like shaving my legs on a regular basis <laughs> you know when you go get like a petty and you, <laughs> you shave to the knee or something i know i would have had pantyhose on like, it would have been a whole disaster yeah there'd be more for more work for us yeah and then like i don't would it be like appropriate for a boy to be washing a girl's feet? I don't know. Yeah. We're wearing skirts. <laughs> <laughs> Just say it. I don't know what, you know, they had a different barometer for appropriateness when it came to <laughs> religious activities. So I don't know. So much time wasted. <laughs> Prepping for all of these things. Right. So Good Friday, we were off. And then it was Easter. So, like, Good Friday, though, you would go to church, supposed to go to church on your own. Yeah. Like, I'm sure I they were go- checking the envelopes. Yeah, like, I remember going to church on Good Friday at some point with my mom. And then you had, like, Holy Saturday, but we don't even know what that really was. I think it was just kind of, like, just another holiday <laughs> excuse kind of thing. And Sunday's the big one. Dressed up in your Easter best. You go to church. Jesus came back to life. Allegedly. (laughs) Then you got your little Easter basket. You went to your family's house. They fed you goat or lamb and told you it was chicken. Yep. And then you would hunt Easter eggs and get chocolate. A giant chocolate bunny. Yep. Do you think like Jesus is pissed? That's what we do on Easter. Like he's like, hey, I died for you guys. And I came back to life. And you guys are hunting Easter eggs. Like, what does that have to do with the price of potatoes over here? His Easter technically isn't about like an Easter bunny, but the Easter bunny gets more recognition than Jesus does. There's a spot for the bunny at the mall. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just picturing like a Jesus booth at the mall where you Easter Sunday and you go and you get get your Jesus resurrection photos. (laughs) It's like you sit outside a tomb. That's like a backdrop. Oh my god. We find a way to commercialize everything. <laughs> everything. And this poor man. Like even I mean, even Christmas. Like go back to Christmas. How did we get like we got like Jesus' birthday? We got like Saint Nick giving gifts to kids. We had like the wise men giving some gifts, and now it's like just a full blown commercialized thing. Like right. A- Next year, my daughter is getting some myrrh. <laughs> some gold. Incense. Is that one of the frankincense? <laughs> I have a story of my mom burning. It was frankincense, right? Isn't it like franken? Is incense just short for frankincense? Yeah, I, I think know. so. Frankincense. So whatever. My mom got this. Again, it was from one of her purchases in Portugal. And, you know. All this, all this stuff is supposedly blessed, whatever, right? So 
flash forward home on a Sunday and my mom decides to like burn it to like whatever, you know, make the house smell good, smell like church, I guess. It smelled so bad <laughs> that we couldn't even sit in the house. Like we had to all like go hang out in the, I remember my father flipping because it just it was just so overpowered and it was so strong. We had to sit outside and wait till our house aired out. That was how awful it smelled. You just know your backpack smelled of incense <laughs> the next day at school. Like, why would you burn in like this frankincense incense in the house? She still has actually all those. She's not allowed to burn them anymore. <laughs> it's awful. And why, like, you would walk into church and church would like have that smell. Wouldn't they put it in like um, that little gold thing on the chain? Yeah, and they would they just would, like they would kind of like fling it, fling the incense <laughs> at everybody. Right. Like, what was that about? I don't know. Again, we spent more time in church, <laughs> but couldn't tell you. Was that because that's like that's a special occasion thing? They're not bringing out the little incense burner every mass, so there must be. Like a rhyme and reason for it. Yeah. Maybe it has something to do with Easter. (laughs) I'm sure. I feel like they do it at funerals. Yes. Over the casket. Casket. Yeah. Yeah. So like the holy water maracas. (laughs) (laughs) Those are definitely Palm Sunday, right? Because they come out and they bless your palms with the holy water maracas. Yeah. Yep, because we'd be holding our palm. You hold your palms. Yeah. And they would bless it. Yeah. What if the holy water doesn't touch yours? That's why you get in a car accident. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, on Palm Sunday, you need to get, like, up in front, like, up in front close and, like, towards the side, the end of the pew. So, like, you can get, you can get tagged by it. Yeah. First three rows get wet. (laughs) Sea world. First three rows are splash zone. <laughs> oh man. So that's Easter. That takes us to Easter. Apparently, we may or may not have had to look up holy days of obligation because we couldn't remember them all. But apparently, we remember like the core basic ones. Yeah. Apparently, there's some event. The sixth Thursday after <laughs> Easter. It's the ascension. Apparently when Jesus got beamed up to heaven, <laughs> or beamed himself up yep. to heaven, I should say. And I'm just trying to find out why he waited six Thursdays <laughs> after he rose from the dead to beam himself up. That was a, that's a good question. It is... Apostles should have asked, yo, you you were just dead. You came back and now you're going like now you're ghosting us again. (laughs) For good, though, this time. But like I got about six Thursdays worth of shit I got to do before I. (laughs) I think he like you what we read was it wasn't he using that time to like go around and preach. I guess. But like, wasn't this all kind of like known in advance? Like you had plenty of time for preaching. Right. I don't know. But he also did came back to life, so like I would wanna if someone came back to life, 
I would want to hear what he has to say. For at least six Thursdays. <laughs> <laughs> like, I want to know, like, what it was like. Were you bored? There's a lot of questions, right? A lot of questions. It just seems to me, if you were just going to rise from the dead, it just seems more of like, like it's, it's anticlimactic to stick around for six Thursdays after you rose from the dead. Right. And then just be like, boop. <laughs> Beam me up, Scotty. I feel like you should have just all in one motion, one swoop, just rise from the dead and boop. Right. All or, together. Well, at least if you're going to like come back and like hang out, do it quick and then go. After six Thursdays, now you're just lingering around. <laughs> You've overstayed your welcome. welcome. Yeah. Like, people are kind of over it now at this point. <laughs> Yo, I forgot you actually died. Remember that time you died? Like, I forgot. <laughs> it was so long ago. Throwback Thursday. Like- <laughs> TPT. Now, now you're really going to die. So do we have to do all that all over again? <laughs> do we need to have a last supper again? Do I need to move the tombstone rock again? <laughs> Because that shit was heavy. But yet, he was able to move it on his own. Mind blown. It's like a mother lifting a car off a baby. (laughs) When there's a will, there's a way. Do you think he wrote a will? If I were like on on like a stone. Stone tablet? Like a stone tablet, yeah. Like my sheep go to. But did he have any possessions? Think about it. His eyeshadow. My Mac palette, the smoky eye, is left to Mary Magdalene. Well, like, wasn't he, he was like a carpenter. Oh, no, that was his father. Yeah. Well, like, not his real father, Joseph. Mary's side piece. Right. He was the carpenter, right? Yeah. Yeah, so he might not have much to, leave, to like, leave on a will. So Moses just didn't have to, like, you know, poor guy, he already had to write 10 things on a stone. Took 40 days. <laughs> so he's probably like relief that like he didn't have to do a will for Jesus. <laughs> so Jesus gets ascended. Jesus is ascended. At some point, there's an assumption of Mary, which I think the only difference is that Jesus had to beam himself up and Mary got a free ride. Like, she got beamed up. Like someone did it for her. Yeah. She ordered an Uber and she got beamed right up. Yes. Do they get a chauffeur bringing them back and forth? Like Angel Gabriel comes down and gives some messages sometimes. So it's Angel Gabriel escorting them. She's the one that he's the one that told her she was getting pregnant. Right. Right. By the Holy Spirit. So do you think he comes back and he's like, yo, yeah, time he's to go. gotta finish where he what he started. Yeah. Type of deal? Uber Gabriel. Yeah. For sure. Do you th- I wonder how many readings he has. Got pregnant the last time I used this <laughs> Uber Gabriel. Zero stars would not recommend. Didn't even have sex. Oh, gosh. So at school, I remember other events that we would do that I don't know were necessarily holy days of obligation where we were like at mass. But there was always a ceremony of sorts going on. Like we had the blessing of the animals. Mm-hmm. Which, which that was fun. That was fun. Yeah. Because you I would like, just see people's pets. Like people bring their pets from home. Yep. So like the parents or whoever would 
So you want to have it like your pet with you all day at school. God, I wish. Um, like at some point, your parent would come bring your dog or your cat or like your hamster. Right. Like midday. And then like you would all meet outside. Whose parent was just home around to do that? Like, I don't mind swearing. Nobody. I know. Some, there was a good outcome of people. There was, yeah, there was a decent amount of pets. But I just don't know what parents were able to do that. Right. And I couldn't imagine asking my dad to take a day off from work <laughs> to bring my dog to go get blessed. Can you imagine him having to go ask his boss for the day off? I gotta go bless my dog. <laughs> the priest is gonna take a holy water maraca and he's gonna <laughs> spray around. Poor Sydney, did he get blessed? <laughs> He'd still be alive today. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Possibly. Could just be like uh, a miracle of Jesus. Yep. 27-year-old dog. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> yeah, no, we all, we really, we all, we all liked like the blessing of the animals. Like that was fine. Because like that was like in the back with the big like set, Marie, set, Marie statue? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe Marie. Yeah, it was in the schoolyard. It was outside. Yeah. So it was like, in, yeah, like we weren't in the church doing it. Yeah. Another, another whole afternoon Gone. wasted. Yep. <laughs> and then they did like a crowning of Mary ceremony at some point where they would dress up, like a student would dress up as Mary. Okay. And then they would do yeah. like a little reenactment and then they'd get crowned with some flower crown. Yep. And the whole school would just be outside and listening to prayers. I remember that. Right? Mm-hmm. And something funny that we just learned, not necessarily having to do with the crowning of Mary, but just Mary in general. There's this whole thing with Catholics and you always see like a Mary statue in their front yard and with like a bathtub behind it. Yep. Yeah. So many people have them in their yards. And I've seen that everywhere like i've seen that obviously around where we've grown up but it's it's not limited to there like i've gone other places and traveled and i've always seen mary in a bathtub i feel like i've seen always like some form of it but not like the actual bathtub but next time i definitely want to pay attention when i'm traveling right but we looked it up because we were like what the hell's the deal with the mary in the bathtub thing and apparently Apparently, the Azorians started it in our city or town, <laughs> which is crazy because I feel like that's taken up. I feel like it's a whole Catholic thing. Yeah, like it started off like Azorian with us, like our culture doing it. But then it like definitely morphed into it being more of a religion thing because not it's not just like the portuguese people that have it in their yards it's anybody can now at this point that's like religious which is crazy yeah and then do you want to talk about the reason for why a bathtub so it was like during what world war ii people were like remodeling their bath after after world war ii sorry yep after world war ii people were remodeling their bathrooms to a like a shower bathtub situation like an all-in-one, mm-hmm. and they couldn't recycle. So because they couldn't, like, throw out their bathtub, and they can't, like, recycle that, that's how the bathtub Mary came about. 
just because they couldn't recycle their bathtub. Let's just throw it in the yard around Mary. <laughs> and boom. No better way to to represent her by throwing your used bathtub over her. <laughs> <laughs> what an honor. <laughs> what an honor. I guess it's better than like the toilet bowl, right? <laughs> just saying. But it's like funny because like I never knew about that. And you didn't either. We just like we learned that recently today. Um, <laughs> but it's like kind of cool that they thought to do something like that. Yeah. It's just part of their like religious figurines and statues and things that they honor. And like props to them for after World War II, like being able to remodel their bathroom. <laughs> Like, I don't know. <laughs> I felt like there was just like, who had money to do it? And now everyone's ripping out the shower shower tub combos and replacing it with a clawfoot tub. That's right. Tubs are coming back. You're going to be digging them all up out of people's front yards. <laughs> the tubs are coming back. And then like 50 years from now, the tubs are going to be out. And it's going to be more bathtub Marys. It's a cycle. Yep. And She's going like- <laughs> to... She's going to have to go sans bathtub for a little while until the fat is over. So that was an interesting um, fact that we learned today. It was just, I think it was just so funny because we were just looking it up thinking it was just a Catholic thing and we just didn't know what the origin was and it like started in our town. But We didn't know. It was like an Azorian (laughs) Portuguese thing. It's so crazy. Figures though. They recycle everything. There's no waste. Yeah, they don't waste anything. It's a perfectly good bathtub <laughs> to use. So I, my parents personally don't have one in their yard. We never, and I never did as a kid. No, my family, I don't think we have any bathtub Marys. My mom didn't like it. It's like my mom actually didn't like it. Mm, would she prefer like more of a bidet Mary? She just, I don't know. She didn't like having like, she just didn't like the look of it. Right. It's a bathtub. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) My grandmother had a life-size Jesus statue in her yard my entire life growing up. Oh, yeah. I can see it here. He needs a paint job. Oh, look. Actually, that picture to the left when I'm like seven. See how his paint was so much better? Yeah. I'll have to give him a paint job one of these days. I'll go over there with my little palette. Yeah. This one here. Was taken during like winter time. That was just recently. Yes, and then that one was when I was younger. But that was his original coloring. That's right. Like he's like got like all his coloring came out of his hair. His hair is like white. And the other one, he's got like his brown hair, brown beard. I'm gonna have to post that. Yeah, the before and after Jesus. And we'll post um, a bathtub Mary too. So it's about that time. Thanks for listening. If you're enjoying our podcast, please just give us a review on whatever platform you're using to listen to us. You can also visit our website. It's folkandfad.com. We have transcripts available there of every episode. And you can also send us an email, mail at folkandfad.com. Or you can hit us up on Twitter. Same handle there, folkandfad. And for Instagram, you can follow us at underscore it's called culture.